0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Congratulations,
1: everybody. It is Maddie here today with week 64 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And I'm joined by two guests today because my other two hosts are doing things today. (laughs) So, a big thanks to both Jackson and uh, George for joining me last minute here because it really helps me out big time, guys. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no worries I'm glad to be, here. to be here
1: awesome awesome and this week ladies and gentlemen we're going to be talking a lot about e3 we know e3 has been over for a little bit now but all three of us attended and we just want to talk about some games that we saw there that we enjoyed as well as um just announcements that were there that we actually weren't a part of but we'd like to talk about as well so yeah, yeah where do we want to start what was all right let's start with this actually what was the favorite game that you guys saw there <sighs> The big question, I know. I
2: feel like all the games that I really liked, I didn't play at all. True, But I think Mafia 3 was definitely the one that stood out the most for me. And I waited hours just on that line to see the 20-minute demo, like the pre-recorded demo, but still it just looked really fantastic. Yes, I
0: agree. Yeah, I I have to go with Mafia 3, actually, as well. Um, I made a video on it. Yeah, yeah, Mafia 3 was definitely, I don't know, just like, the presentation of it all, the music, that that ridiculous booth they spent so much money on. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. It's the yeah. whole thing together. And the game itself, I don't know. It just reminds me. One of the first things I did on my channel was a uh, Mafia 2 Let's Play and really? just took me back. Yeah, I, I'm really excited for that game. Oh, so and it's I. soon. It's yeah. like, it's uh, it's like right around the corner.
1: 23rd or 8th? Something like that. I think that. it's the 7th. Se- oh, jeez. Wow, yeah. I'm glad. Oh, I'm wow.
2: Right right that's around good. the corner then
1: yeah. yeah that's a lot of games are dangerously close last night i was watching a demo for yeah. civilization 6 and it's like october 23rd i'm like what yeah. the fuck are you serious i yeah. thought this was like a 2017 game man yeah because they the
2: just calendar. announced it too
1: yeah yeah it's insane it's man. good
2: i feel like people are following bethesda's cues right oh yeah for but it's like year?
1: it's like overwhelming now it's like fuck <laughs> yeah.
2: so much because it's, it seems like there was nothing coming out this year and now all at once yeah. everything's coming out in the course of like just October.
1: Yeah, 2016 is going to be fucking insane, because also, like, we're, we're Bethesda channels mainly, so when you see, like, a Skyrim remaster, you want to get your hands on that for a little bit, Oh, yeah, too. definitely. It's like, oh, my God, because, you know, that's not, like, a new experience, so to say, but it's, like, a refreshing one. You kind of want to do that. You got Dishonored yeah. 2 as well. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, and then there's a lot of games coming out in December as well. I think Dead Rising is coming out then. I think, uh, I, I don't know if you guys are Kingdom Hearts fans, South but I know Park, the— I think. South Park too, yeah. Holy crap, yeah. yeah that... Okay, yeah, and
2: that once again just announced. Yeah, like it was announced this at E3, right? Yeah, during the press conference. Yeah,
1: they're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming in December. I'm like, oh my gosh, it, that's the thing. Usually it's, it's like, okay, you got October and and November that are really full during the the end of the year, and then December is like the cool down month where it's like, all right, it's time to catch up on stuff. Nope, we're rolling right into the December now. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's ridiculous. Oh, look at my dog in the background. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: And I feel like I still have a lot of games, just because we've been playing so much Fallout that I need to catch up on. Oh yeah, like Uncharted, I haven't played. Mm -hmm. That's like high up on
2: my list. Yeah, I
1: got I got a bunch to catch up on on my backlog. Overwatch has been just stealing my time, man. Oh, love it. That's my
2: go to for fun game yes like i'll just pick yes. that up for maybe a few rounds and then after that it's like all right well now i have to get back to video work
1: yeah because some people are like oh it's overhyped but for me i had the benefit and it sounds weird because it almost had like fallout esque hype or just everyone was talking about it, it, did. Oh, it, for did. it. but Definitely. for me like i just and it's weird to say because with fallout i always say if you didn't catch that hype i don't know what you were doing but <laughs> i didn't catch any overwatch hype because I, I don't know if i didn't care or i just didn't want to look into it but then like all my friends bought it, so I picked it up with them, and I'm like, this game is amazing, man. I love it. <laughs> and I I mean, it's it's lacking in certain departments. Like, I would like a story, maybe some yeah, more game I, modes. I would but... kill
2: for some more game modes or some more maps right now, but Damn. I know that's but eventually it's, coming, so yeah, I can... Yeah, but can't it's, it's weird bit.
1: because it's so balanced and, and it's so addicting. I don't know what it is either because I'm like a progression guy. I like getting new unlocks and rewards and stuff, but there's something about yeah. Overwatch that I just keep playing. It's weird. I have like 40 hours, and there's only like, what, 12 maps or something like that, and yeah three game modes it's like okay and the it's, map rotation awesome.
2: is horrible so sometimes you'll find yourself only playing like three or four maps in an entire night yeah. after like two or three hours of playing nonstop.
1: yeah exactly I-, I love that game though but for me like on my backlog i don't know why i've been on like a jrpg kick but like i have been playing <laughs> final fantasy a lot lately so i've been playing type zero hd that's a very mature game for final fantasy because it's usually like <laughs> happy go lucky but in this one like people are getting shanked there's blood everywhere it's pretty nuts I like it a lot, though. Um, you guys catching up on anything right now? While well, we have some I'm... quiet months? Because I think the next big release is, is No Man's Sky on uh, August 9th. So.
2: Yeah. Oh, it did get pushed back? Cause yeah. Because it, it was originally it. supposed to be June, I remember.
1: Yeah, it got pushed back. And, and then Kotaku okay. got, think... like, death threats and stuff because of Jeez. them leaking. That originally was so bad.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to come out, like, Tuesday. Yeah, That's it's... right, yeah. They got pushed and just, back, like, though. a seven-week delay. i that's why so it wasn't at E3,
2: I'm guessing. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really true, actually. I thought that was so weird. I'm sure they're not happy that they had to delay it. Because oh, no, it, it totally not. would have been an E3 in a big way. Like, I feel like probably it got cut out of Sony's press conference. Like, they had to make some big changes there. But, um, yeah,
2: I'm playing so much Overwatch. Same. It's yeah. insane. My problem is that I have Overwatch and so many other games on PC, but then the most free time I have, and I'm sure you guys will relate to this, the most free time I have is when videos are rendering. Yeah. And when the video surrendering, I can't really play anything on my PC because uh, I just, just have it, it so down. that. Yeah. Yeah. So all I'm like, right. all right, well, what do I have on console? And then I was like, all right, well, fuck. Yeah, fuck. So I, I have almost nothing on console. So, mm. But fortunately, like Xbox, they do the games with gold. So I'll just, like, download whatever's free. Okay. And for this month, it was um, The Crew. And I was like, "Oh, I uh, wanted to play that." And then I started playing. I was like, "Oh, I don't want to play this." Oh,
1: <laughs> man, that game, man. That game's so bad.
2: <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't I don't like
1: racing games in general, though. That's so that's just my taste. But
2: I do. And then I, that's why I was so disappointed when I started playing the crew. I was like, "Oh, oh this wow, is, this isn't great." Yeah. You know, what we need we need a new Burnout. Yep, we do. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> that I would love a new one, Burnout. One. It was insane yeah. crashes and stuff. I Please. just want Burnout Paradise Three. Yes. Oh, yeah. Make it yep. happen.
1: Yep. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, that's the only racing game I, I think I can remember getting behind besides like Mario Kart. That's fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I'd say my favorite game, I'm not trying to be a hipster because I think Mafia 3 was up there. But my favorite game of the show was easily uh, Batman Arkham VR. I talked that okay. game up after I walked out of that because I was like, holy oh, oh, <laughs> hell. Yeah. George was there when I walked out of the booth <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, oh, wow. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. I think on uh, Camelworks channel, he got my initial reaction Like while we were like, exiting Warner Brothers booth. Like, we said goodbye to them and everything. And we walked out, they closed the door, and I just looked at them and I was like, holy fuck.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it like, was... This is the best thing ever. Well, yeah, because I always felt I like VR, mm-hmm. but at times it feels a little gimmicky.
2: Like, you know, oh, you can twist and touch this and that. (laughs) It's
1: like, okay, I get it. It's VR. A lot
2: of these, like, artsy or, like, cutesy type of games for the most part. like, I want something with a little more substance sometimes. Exactly,
1: and that's why, like, when I heard Batman Arkham VR, I'm thinking, oh, God, they're just cashing in on the Arkham name. But when I played it, they they introduced a really potentially strong story. Um, Yeah, you see some brutal shit happen right in front of you to, like, one of the most iconic characters in the Batman universe, so you're kind of, like gut wrench because with vr like whatever you have any slam against it you, no matter what you're just immersed in that though you know mm-hmm. everyone tries to trash vr not everyone but people do try to trash vr in different ways but i don't think anyone can argue how immersive it gets where you're just right there and so when i'm watching this iconic character die in front of me i'm like i told the developer i'm like dude my hands are like kind of tingling right now like i feel like i just watched <laughs> someone actually die in front of me this was a brutal death too and um it's, it's focusing on the investigation part of Batman, which I, li- I really like that because it, it's flushing it out a little bit. And one thing I always thought was weird about VR, it makes sense because uh, you can get disorientation if they try to do normal movement and stuff, but you teleport around and no developer has been able to make sense of that, except for Batman Arkham VR, where it's like, oh, I have a grapple gun. That makes sense that I can now <laughs> teleport up to that balcony. Oh, or that's, something.
0: that's really cool. Actually, yeah. I was going to ask you how like the mechanics worked and all that. Yeah.
1: And, and you have like on your belt, you have your, your forensic scanner and stuff. So you'd like look down, you'd grab it and oh, pull it out so cool. and you start scanning evidence and shit. Uh, you know, getting details on that when you're putting on the bat suit itself. It's so cool because at one point, like, uh, reflection drops down if you like sh- i'm sure jackson you know because he spent a lot of time with vr but if like, yeah. you shrug your shoulders or something like that like he sh- like he'll do the same exact thing it's it's oh it's that's yeah, crazy it's, yeah it's it's really in-depth stuff i i really liked it a lot uh descending to the bat cave like i said you're so immersed in the vr that it feels like you're actually going down you're just looking around the cave itself it's I don't know, man. It's it's so cool though. It, I I really liked it. And uh, mind you, I should I should specify this first. It's not like I'm a Batman fanboy where it's like, oh yeah, Batman VR. It's all I've ever wanted. I'm I'm a general Batman fan. You know, I like the entertainment pieces like the movies and the, the mm-hmm. comics and stuff and the games, obviously. But I've never been a diehard. It's just the first time I've really felt VR is being used properly, and it's mm-hmm. interesting that it's on the PS VR. Cause I felt Fallout VR, that was that's gonna be like the best way to play Fallout, cause you you know that's an already immersive universe. Yeah. So when I played that and I'm looking around, I'm really in the actual universe. I'm thinking this is gonna be amazing when it comes out. <clears throat> but I I really liked um, what's it called? I, I really like Batman Arkham VR. I felt it it had a good handle on what makes VR good right now. So as long as the story's good, that'll be nice. I'm curious how much they're gonna be charging for this game though, because I've read that it's going to be four hours long, but I think they did mention how it can end different Mm. ways. So I hope that you can at least get two playthroughs out of it. Cause eight hour games, not awful. Four hour game is, is awful.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've never finished. Now that you say, I've never finished a VR game. I'm just played around with them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what what, what would be the fair price
2: point.
1: Yeah. I mean, do they charge 60? Like, I know it sounds like a stupid question, but do you No,
2: I get what you're saying. Like, because it, I guess there's a lot of weird aspects to it, like, because just the developmental cost for doing a full VR game would be higher in some ways, like, just per work hour, I guess?
1: Yeah, that's what I was I thinking. I guess it then, would.
2: I don't know, it's hard to say. Yeah. I... But then you're also requiring that people have VR in their home, which is, you know, already a lot of money, so it's mm-hmm. like, well... I don't know. It's it's I mean, a weird because, thing. And I guess we'll see.
1: Yeah. Also, because when you think of it in terms of a PSVR, or I guess really any VR, it's an accessory to your system in a sense. Yeah. So yeah, they they they're charging a lot for games. I mean, it's it's tough. It's a tough tough line to walk. Where you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were charging upwards of fifty bucks for Batman Arkham VR, even though it's a, a shorter game. It, it, I guess in the end, they they have to turn around and profit off of this, so they have to charge a certain amount. Mm-hmm. but they're coming out with a strong lineup. I think they showed Farpoint for PSVR as well.
2: Yeah, did you guys try that out? Oh, I didn't try it out, but I saw a lot of people playing it. That looked really good. Yeah. It
1: was like, it, a, it was, a, what was it? You were, was he on like Mars or something like that?
2: Yeah, he he
0: was on Mars, and then they had that that uh, gun peripheral. That was the most impressive thing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, I don't know, the the graphical fidelity compared to my Oculus, it wasn't, you know, it felt like a few steps below it. Oh, yeah, which, absolutely. which you can expect, right? Because it's cheaper,
2: and you know, you don't have, you don't have to. Also, just the know. limitations of consoles, I guess, still,
0: right? Yeah. yeah, like you don't have to have a graphics card to, you know, run it and all that. But um, I thought it was really cool, and I don't know. To me, though, having experienced VR, it felt more, more along the lines of a tech demo. It, I don't know how far along Farpoint is in development, but it didn't seem like a like a finished product. It felt like something I'd play at an arcade. You know with those plastic yeah exactly on, so, <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what it felt okay. like to me but like I, I I don't know it's cool to have that on a console for sure mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that that it looked like an arcade game in a way i think all those PSVR games they announced were going to be coming out around o- october jeez well, yeah they threw match in the a up. october yeah 50, that's crazy right well because i know batman arkham vr is coming out in october because that's when the psvr drops as well right. it's, it's gonna be so fucking unfairly busy man i'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to die It's <laughs> my last semester of college i'm going to be just like games or future <laughs> games or <are> graduating <laughs> yeah like what do i want to do with my life i don't know for me I, um yeah batman like i said batman arkham vr is my my favorite game of the show there what about what were some other games that really impressed
0: you guys so I'm not a big um, Legend of Zelda fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't play, like I think I played Twilight Princess, and that's the only one
2: I played because that's when I got a Wii. Yeah. That's the only one I've played like multiple times.
1: It's the yeah. only one I've played that I could tolerate. And I'm not trying to be a <laughs> dick, but I just don't like Zelda. And it's weird because uh, I was talking about this last night. Link's like my favorite Smash character. So I think he, I think yeah. he's just such a cool character. I love him, like how he looks and everything. He's such an appealing character. But just when I try to play Zelda, every time I've tried so many different Zelda games i can't do it man
0: yeah i i just hadn't played them like i don't know if i want to take the time to go back but this one makes me want to get
2: a uh, a wii u or an nx if i want to wait yeah, for that definitely i have i didn't get a chance to play it but even before e three i was thinking like i kind of want to get this no matter what because you know it was announced years ago and even then when we barely knew anything about it it looked incredible and now seeing more and more about it like it really does look like something i want to put a lot of time into and they kept yeah. saying like this is 1% of the map
0: and Sheesh. it's huge like we we got to play 35 minutes um you guys met alberto he's the he's the big legend of oh, zelda yeah, yeah, fan yeah, yeah, yeah. and so okay, gotcha. we were part of the stampede on the last day like we saw ourselves on a on a youtube video <laughs> because there were just cameras set up just watching us run to get in the line oh wow yeah we only had to wait like an hour and a half it wasn't, wow,
1: that's not bad for... Yeah, those of really If you guys were in yeah. E3, that Legend yeah. of Zelda line was easily the longest, I'd say. Oh,
2: dude, for sure. It was they insane. had a massive booth as well. Yeah. like That was oh. crazy. That booth was insane. <sighs> they went all out with that, and it... That had to have cost so, so much money
1: to do. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, right? Millions yeah. of dollars put into that booth, because they, ladies and gentlemen, it was like a full-on recreation of the area in the map you were almost playing in the yeah. demo itself because it was just these grasslands trees i think they had like a link statue or something yeah and was yep. a bow and arrow it was, it was so cool it's nuts yeah they they the booths at e3 i was really impressed with the resident evil one was cool like this creepy house that was all dark and that's where you went inside and played vr i didn't get to play that yet though i really oh, want me to try. Either. but I'm, I'm a little creeped out i like resident evil in the style of like four and five i don't yeah. i don't know if i like this new transition they're making personally I know people are like, oh, they gotta do it to keep up with the times, but I think Resident Evil is, is, is a big enough name to be its own thing where they don't have to go where they and, can stick
2: to their roots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right.
1: Or you know, make it a little more scary, a little more survival horror, but I don't I don't like first person. Okay. Personally. Yeah. I like third person. I don't
2: think it fits in with Resident Evil necessarily. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I like I they, they don't need to make that transition.
1: They did that with I think Revelations. You know, it was a third person game. I remember playing it on 3DS. It was a third person game, but when you aimed in, it went first person. That kind of, that's not as bad, but I just, I think of Resident Evil as a close to the shoulder camera view that gives you kind of claustrophobia. I think that was like a unique thing for it. And when I saw it in first person and it was trying a lot to be similar to PT, I felt, I I just, Mm -hmm. it was kind of turning me off. And it's not that PT was bad, it's just that um, part of me is pussy. Uh, no, I, I understand that. Yeah, well, I, I understand that yeah, completely. Don't other worry. The part of me is it's just the from what it looked like, it was kind of unappealing.
0: I don't know. PT was so scary. That oh. was scarier than any other horror movie I've ever oh. like seen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like because you look back at the original Resident Evil, it's like you had those fixed camera positions. They weren't even third person.
1: Yes. So,
0: yeah. I don't know. It just it seems like with Resident Evil Seven, they could have gone back to Resident Evil Four. Um, updated the graphics, obviously and given yep. a core experience, and they would have succeeded, you know yeah, I don't know no I agree
1: I mean I, I kind of like that they're trying something new though because I think that's a good example of to set when you look at a series like Assassin's Creed, which constantly kept trying to reinvent a Assassin's <laughs> Creed 2 yeah, every, every character had to be charismatic and witty and and a fucking smart ass like Ezio. And they didn't just keep trying <laughs> to innovate a new character that would be appealing in its own way. They kept trying to re-imitate that. I think that's what Resident Evil got caught up in was, you know, four was more of a survival horror experience. Actually no, not really, because then 5 was a mix of both. It was a little survival, but mainly action and 6 was like, "Yeah, fuck that. We're just going <laughs> to we're going <laughs> to blow shit up." Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm the weird Resident Evil hipster, and Five's my favorite. I don't know if dude, you guys have a personal favorite. Dude, me too. Favorite. Okay, yeah. I, I
0: played 5 so many times. I know. I
1: Dude, when, that was one of the first games I got when I bought my 316. I played that endlessly. All the collectibles, all the upgrades, all the cheats. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I remember the glitch with the rotten egg where I just keep duplicating that and selling it. <laughs> and just getting all the shit I needed to. Dude, that, that was yeah. such a fun game. Such a fun game. Um, What other booths were there? Well, there's Bethesda's booth. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah. I kind of wish there had been more playable because there was just, you know, there was VR, obviously, and there was Legends. But I was hoping there would be maybe a couple stations for Skyrim Remastered.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I was was hoping just so,
2: like, people could actually see what it looked like outside of just the trailer itself. Because watching the trailer, I'm not going to lie, there were times in the trailer where I was like, is this the remastered version? Because it looks the exact same. And maybe that's just me, because I'm so used to EMBs and everything, but still, I was just like, it was underwhelming in some shots, Mm -hmm. even when I knew it was the remastered version.
1: Yeah, Skyrim Remastered is a a heavily modded version. I mean, what's good, though, is that it's going to look even better when you incorporate the visual mods into the remastered version.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Finding
1: those. I liked what I saw, though, because they were showing PS4 and Xbox One, and I think that the game's going to look fantastic for those systems. and. Mm -hmm. As, and this I'm not trying to sound elitist. This is the one time, though, I can say that I, I would totally understand if PC fans didn't give a shit about this, because this is for mainly console players. This is its is. uprest entirely for console players. It's going to work on a PlayStation console, hopefully. And it's got mods Ideally, on consoles. Ideally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's incorporating the mods on consoles thing. So I think this is a, a strictly... Re release for console users because PC users, we've had mods for a while. Yeah. And I,
2: I think that's why they did it right when they said that PC, if you have, you know, Skyrim with this DLCs, you'll get Special Edition for free. Yeah. I think if they didn't do that, people would have been really pissed on the PC side. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I think they did that right, definitely. And I'm even going to pick up um, Skyrim Special Edition on console just because I want to try out what the mods are like on the console side. Right. I want to see how it runs. I'm, I'm curious to see it, honestly.
1: No, I am too. I agree with that. Because I want to test out the mods. I also just want to see how it plays. I also kind of want to just play the game again. I haven't played Skyrim fully in a while. I've been just kind of hopping in and out of my character for videos and just exploring areas. And, and I think the time has come to return to Elder Scrolls for a little bit. <laughs> now it seems that Fallout is presumably wrapping up.
2: It uh, seems like it, yeah.
1: Yeah. It, I I don't know. I feel like they got one more on the table. That's my, that's my wild guess.
2: I, I hope so. Because I loved that there were five DLCs. For fallout 3 yeah. i love that there were i know it wasn't bethesda it was obsidian but i still love that there were four really good ones for new vegas i was underwhelmed when there were only you know two actual dlcs for skyrim so i was hoping that you know they'd go back to maybe four or five uh, see, for i see fallout 4
1: i'm a believer that three is the magic number you know when it comes to stuff like this so for me i'd for both skyrim and fallout 4 you should go on the three Because I know Skyrim had a third DLC, you know, you had Hearthfire. It it had
2: Wasteland Workshop, essentially. Yeah,
1: but it (laughs) was fun for people. It was, no, I agree. Because if you didn't have a PC, because I was a console user at the time, that shit was exciting. Especially because it really was the settlement mode in disguise because it had, like, collect the resources, go build Mm -hmm. your house, but not as freeform as Fallout is. So it's really interesting to see if uh, you kind of think into the future, what pieces we're seeing now in Fallout Four are going to carry over into ES Six. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting because I I can almost guarantee that there will be a settlement mode in yeah ES Six. I like mean, in so- instead shocking. of
2: settlement, more like um you find like a plot of land and you actually buy like the deed to build a town or something, and you actually uh, become like a lord or something. Genius. That I'd be very happy with the yeah. Jarl,
1: that we yeah. want not be in Skyrim. That would I exactly. could totally see that. I could totally see that. Yeah, because the settlement idea still feels like it's in development. I feel like
2: it seems like it's building up to something more
1: because they just have to include like a quest board system or something so that my own town I create can produce its own quests and stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Give Mm -hmm. me quests in my own settlements.
2: Have Um, more like unique settlers, not just, you know, everyone named settler.
1: Yeah. I've been saying that for so long now. Each settler needs or each settlement needs a unique settler that gives a quest and that quest leads to something unique or rare or something along those lines. Something special for that settlement specifically. Like, for example, how the castle has the artillery station you can unlock in yeah. uh, Fallout 4. I, I think something like that should be applied to all settlements where you can get a special item from each one. Because then hmm. that's that's 30 plus quests. That's a good ex- DLC for the base game, I think. I, Definitely. Think, it's, I think it's necessary too. But anyway, I want off track a little bit here. Let's go let's 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 play. I'm going to play a little game here. What about Second Favorite Game? Ooh. Second
0: Favorite Game. I will go with Forerunner. Honor. Really? I, you liked it that okay. much? I liked it that much. Oh. I was I I think part of it was um being surprised mm-hmm. by it. I I wasn't expecting a lot. Um I don't I don't know the the way they did melee combat, it just makes sense. And yeah. also I can see them having different loadouts and if you're playing the templar character instead of having a long sword maybe you have a you know a nice sword in one hand and a shield in the other and then with the samurai maybe you can have two different you know shorter samurai swords like i feel like there's a lot they could do with the game i'm actually really excited for it
1: i think multiplayer is going to be good for that i we got our hands on the single player aspect of the game and it was fun to play the game see how it works But the single-player campaign could probably get really boring. But I could see the multiplayer getting so intense. Because in the single-player, the fights got really intense. Especially when you go to the the demo I played. You played, like, a beginning tutorial level. And then you played, like a later level in the game that was a much more advanced difficulty and it got really intense where like he'd swing from multiple directions and you'd have to just keep locking and then you'd have to identify weakness and come from the other side it was a really interactive combat system that really you can't just bullshit while you're doing it you have to stay locked (laughs) in so i I really liked what i saw in for for honor as well in terms of the single player part of the game i don't see much going for it but um multiplayer wise i see a lot of potential it's like a yeah. better version of Chivalry, in my opinion. Way better. It
2: looks like it, yeah, definitely. It yeah. could be a great
0: game to just hop in with a bunch of buddies and oh, yeah. storm yeah. the castle, do that kind of thing.
1: <laughs> for me, second favorite game, I'm not trying to cop out, but it would probably be Mafia. That, that, was, my, that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I made a whole video on how much I really liked what I saw because it looks like a true open-world game for yeah. every sense, which is relieving to see because Mafia 2... Uh, did its own thing in a kind of a bad way because it had such a great story. And if it had little side quests sprinkled throughout the map, that game would have been one of the best in a, in a long while, I think, yeah. because it was such a good story. And you know, so many people are asking, like, you know, where's Joe? And so I, I, <laughs> I just want to see what they do at Mafia Three. And so to see that it's shaping up in its own way is is really awesome. They sh- they showed a lot of different side quests in the demo we saw. I just they all add it up into the story cuz remember how they said to progress in the story you got to take over districts and stuff Yeah yeah you know? yeah and to do that you had to do the side quests so the side quests are technically the story mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really hoping that's not all it offers I'm hoping that there's more side shit to do on top that's of that That's not
2: necessarily like necessary to do but Yeah I guess we'll kind of see when it comes optional. out yeah, Optional yeah optional
1: quests that I can I can miss if I don't want to do them. I'll do all of them, obviously. Yeah, one, but like one.
2: on subsequent playthroughs, maybe it's like okay, I just want to kind of play the game don't necessarily want to do every single thing if I don't have to.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that type of stuff I'm, I'm looking for in Mafia 3 because, you know, I, I think they, they it might be hard for them to do that because they're including a lot of choice, it seems, where you, you're going to be like arguing with your underbosses in, in the demo. Oh, they, yeah. they, they hinted at the fact that you kill Burke or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah like you can... If you go that route, but they even said like several times like this is because of the way that we set up this playthrough, but your playthrough can go very differently. Maybe he's not going to die. Maybe someone else dies. Yeah. But that alone already seems like it has such a wide variety of how people's playthroughs are going to go mm-hmm. that it's going to be curious to see what experience people yeah. have when it comes out.
1: Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting because I, I think this is going to be a game that gets great reviews. I
2: really do. I think I, it's-, I, it's probably going to be one of the like best games of the year. Yeah, it's it's like, got to be. There's, there's, I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Yeah,
1: because it's such a unique setting and time period as well. So it's yeah. going to be fresh for people, and then they have the opportunity to tell this unique story and in a mafia type of atmosphere. It, 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 there's so much potential there. I, I think they got it. Like you can tell the developers. Each time I see Hay- Hayden Blackman, he just like he looks in his zone, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't like, do not fuck with this guy because he's there. He is making this good ass game, and anytime he shows it off, he's got this confident stance. It's I, it's. Especially because I, I said this during the video as well that they let the demo talk for itself with Mafia 3. They didn't have the developer like speaking the whole time trying to walk you through it and yeah. stuff. He, he just – a lot of times I'd say he talked for probably like a total of three or four minutes of like 20-minute demo. The rest of the game yeah. running. I was just, wow, such a good-looking game. The sit-downs look fantastic. Yeah. You make that decision. All right, who am I going to give this, this district to? It's, it's going to be an awesome game. I can't wait.
2: I'm very excited. I can't wait. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna take one of them out. Like all three of them are not gonna be pleased. I just know it. (laughs) One of them is going to die, and I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Ah man, I don't know who. Everyone's gonna keep Vito alive. Everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You you can't. You can't kill
1: Vito. You gotta keep him with you. Yeah. Vito's the fucking man. (laughs) What about you, George? Second favorite game.
2: Probably steep. Honestly, just because it reminds me a lot of. um... Did you play that? I played it a little bit, yeah, but it reminded me a lot of, like, from the original Xbox days, Amped. Oh, my, my play, God. I played the shit just, out of that. You just threw me back. <laughs> Holy shit, but dude. But I got, like, a game. very Amped vibe from it, so I was like, all right, I'm going to play the shit out of this game.
1: I remember that game specifically because growing up, I said Amped. <laughs> oh, man. I said Amped, and I, I, I sometimes call it that to this day just out of, out of habit, actually, but also because it's it's such a fun game. But Yeah, that... Yeah, Amps was so good, dude. Like,
2: it reminded me of like a modern version of that. We really don't don't get a lot of games like that, so I'll definitely get it. It is.
1: That's another. I think that's another December game, actually.
2: All right. See, I have a little time between Skyrim Remastered and that and Mafia, so it's all right. I'll, I won't have much time, but I'll have a little bit.
1: I'm just going to drop out. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted to try, steep. I, I was When I was at the Ubisoft event, I never got a chance to play it, but that, that game looks interesting. It reminds me, see, my, my comparison was when I was watching them play it, was SSX. Okay, um, yeah. I really liked how you could switch between your extreme sport. So someone was racing someone down a mountain who was on skis, and he was just flying with his wingsuit down yeah. the mountain above him, and they were just... Both going at it, trying to beat each other, it was it was really cool. Um, that that looks like a game that has a lot of potential to be just a unique idea. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of people trash Ubisoft, but I, I got to say they they bring the ideas to the table. They had a
2: they had a big lineup. They had a lot of new games announced at E3 or like right before E3 because they announced Watch Dogs not at the conference, but before like a week it before it. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. was probably a good way to do it because they already had so much else that they announced at. E3 itself, that it might have been a little too much if they did mm-hmm. that as well. Yeah, but I think they definitely did E3 pretty well this year.
0: I think so too. And it, their booth was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, like their like, area, not just a booth. That was like a whole like setup. I really liked how the they entire had like
2: center a, of the hall.
0: Yeah, right. and the demo they always had a demo going. So, yeah, you didn't you didn't have to wait in a line if you just wanted to see a general demo of it. That's oh, cool. Really? Wow. I didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah, because I.
1: I'm not saying this in, like, a, a mean way, but, like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't check out their booth at all because I was hanging out with them on their, like, pre-E3 event on Monday. Mm-hmm. So I saw everything in the sketchiest place I've been in my fucking <laughs> life. I mean, it's <laughs> also
2: downtown L.A., so. Dude,
1: but we're, all right, we're, we get in this tab, and we tell them the address, and we're driving there, and we're, like, in the normal L.A. area, you know, fucking...
2: Homeless people everywhere.
1: I, mean, yeah, sadly, but I'm saying like it was, it was what I <laughs> what I came to expect in L.A. Yeah. Then we go into like a really shady area, like shacks, uh, lots of garages and stuff,
2: hmm.
1: almost like homeless villages in a sense. I call it because <laughs> you saw tents connected and set up. It was actually really interesting, but we <clears throat> just pull up to this warehouse. <laughs> and Shit. there's a bunch of people smoking outside i'm like are we oh, here no. right now and, and we step outside i see ubisoft shirts i'm like dude this is this is where the event is they're like and, oh fuck and of course we're at the second event because there were two events one like I, I, ubisoft does events in tiers i think so like tier one is like the big youtubers because i saw him walking out of the door i saw quibble cop was he, walking out of there okay. so that was that was pretty crazy but i see him walking out but and we were checking in they're like oh you're for the second event and, of course, that second event ran until the middle of the night. So we're, we're, oh. we're leaving this shady area in the middle of the night. It was, Oh. Especially when you're That's in weird. an area you don't know much about. Oh, God. it was we. we that was the one time we, we said instead of walking and looking for a cab, we we're like, we're calling a cab, dude. We're, <laughs> I'm not walking outside. We're getting an
2: Uber. We're getting the hell out of here. Yeah.
1: And we actually our our South Park demo ran over. So when we called the cab, like the guy got so mad and drove away. I've never seen no one run so fast in his life to try and chase down this cab. (laughs) And and he, and he failed. And and then out of of sheer luck, another cab just pulls up in this random area and and picks us up. I was like, okay.
0: So, so how was South park? Was it any different?
1: That was, um, combat wise. It's a lot different. They, they showed a lot more combat than the, uh, the initial demo showed. Uh, it was a lot of the same that was at their conference. It's still kind of same old South Park though, where you can just go around, and talk to people, you hear really ridiculous dialogue, and it's obviously yeah. it's it's funny. It's it's a genuinely yeah. funny game. It's one of the few games that will make people laugh. Okay,
2: um,
1: but the combat in the first South Park Secret Truth was more of just a turn-taking kind of game where everyone's set in place. This right. one, there's like a grid system, and you can move around and flank people, and, and there's oh. different powers. It's a lot more of a interactive uh, action-focused combat system. You know, it's still turn-taking. But you, you're able to move around that grid now and uh, set up more strategic moves and stuff. It, it's uh it's a more, it's impressive because it's such a joke of an idea yeah. for a game, but it's such a good game too. So it's like, how are they doing this? Where well, they're making me laugh doing ridiculous shit, but then they're actually taking the gameplay series and bringing
0: me a legitimate strategy game. It's, it's mm-hmm. insane. The so first I, one was so good. Yeah. Like, just I, as I a game. game. Like yeah. it, was, it was a great game. Yeah, I'm really excited uh for this one. Did you see any more like classes? Because I know they showed yeah. like <laughs> four classes or three classes, and then a bunch were like grayed out, and I saw that. I was like, Oh, they're gonna be like eight to ten different classes? Yeah, oh, wow. there's
1: there's a lot more classes. I think there's like twelve or something. What? I don't think they showed <laughs> and, and what they what they did say during the set, they didn't say during the conference was that these classes you can switch during the, the middle of the game and, and oh. upgrade them and level them up. So it's like free form. So you're not locked into one play style and have to do 12 playthroughs. You can just go from a, I don't know if this is a class, but you can go from like a rogue to a mage, for example. In the okay. Of a oh, okay. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool like that. I hope they bring back some of the stupid classes from stick of truth. I thought that's kind of what made <laughs> it unique. Like for example, like the Jew class. You yeah. Yeah. Something so yes. random like that. I, I kind of like that idea of, of random that's only in South Park classes. So, uh, they also had the, they showed off gameplay for the speedster again, though. Okay. Like, like the flash, like type. the flash. Yeah. 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 So I think what they're doing is basing all these classes off of superheroes from like the Marvel, versus... Marvel, and
0: then making fun of Marvel with the story it, that yeah. that was so spot yeah, on.
1: It's literally, yeah, it's it's a, I think it's a story about making fun of the captain America Civil War <laughs> movie. That's, that's what I got a vibe of. Yeah. Um, but the only issue with that type of humor is it's timed humor, so it'll be funny now. But if yeah. someone plays it a year from now, will it be funny? I don't know. But that's how <laughs> well, South Park humor has always true. been. It's been about current events. So it's, yeah. why, why change that up? Makes sense, for... right.
2: And they're very good at that, especially with the show. Like, oh, yeah. It's very topical, and it's like, they're really on the ball with it. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: How'd you make this so fast? <laughs> I'm trying to think now. What else did I play? I didn't really play as much as I thought. We played Injustice 2. Injustice we 2 did, 2. yeah. Was, oh, you got to play it?
2: Yeah. Sick. That was at the Warner, Warner Bros.? Yeah. yeah. They only had like, a, like three maps and I think it was four or five different characters, but still it was just fun kind of like seeing all the different combinations of everything.
1: Yeah, they had a lot more unique dialogue, I noticed, in that demo than I'd ever noticed in, in the full game itself. I'm sure that was intentional, but it seemed like every fighter's set I picked, they'd say something to each other that would, uh, you know, spark an interesting conversation because I like that in a fighting game. Yeah, they have this interesting equipment system. Yeah, where I saw that. After every fight, you unlock new equipment, and certain equipment can level up if you have it equipped. So, you, like, you get XP, and it's also cosmetic, which I like. So when you equip yeah. this, it's not just buffs; it's you actually see the difference on your character, which. Like, so I, I know it's 2016, but it's, like, I love that. It's, like, please Definitely, always yeah. do that in my games. I hate when I equip stuff and it just doesn't change how my character looks. <laughs> Cause all I'm doing is equipping stats, and that's not fun. Yeah. I, I like seeing the difference in my character, but, yeah.
2: Especially for a fighting game where it's, like, a lot of it is in the visuals.
1: That's true. Yeah. But the the fighting was the same. I pl- I fought against no one, just waxed him the whole time. <laughs> I, 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 like, I kicked his ass. <laughs> it, was so, it was so funny, but... Yeah, they, I was cursing them out the whole time. It was great. <laughs> the devs there were awesome. Yeah. What else did I play? I think that was the extent of what I played. Now that I really think
2: about it, it's a lot more just kind of like watching and taking notes on yeah. like what to keep an eye out exactly. for, I guess.
1: And, and 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 handing out business cards.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but I definitely. forgot mine.
1: Oh. Was, it was, oh yeah. It was
0: terrible. <laughs>
1: oh man, that sucks.
0: It was the worst. Did you guys play uh, Battlefield One?
1: No, I, I actually have I mean no. I actually for the first time. Three nights ago I sat down to catch up and w- and watch some games that I-, I missed and I finally saw gameplay on and I was like, Holy shit, this game looks like <laughs> intense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I got th- I got to play it. And oh, tell me about it. My my team was awful. That was a really <laughs> bad because we walked in and they had like uh E three access, like fast pass people, mm-hmm. and they were just these basic chicks and I was like, Ah, we'll be fine. They're on the other <laughs> team. And then we get stomped. Like they had all of the objectives the entire time. Oh wow. Jeez. But um the gameplay was awesome. The dynamic weather, I think, is one of the biggest things. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. It's, I heard about that.
0: Yeah. It's just, it started off foggy. Our match started foggy, and then the sun
2: came out. And oh, wow. Yeah. That's something I always wish, you know, people happened, would do more yeah. in multiplayer games. So it's kind of nice that we're getting to a point where maybe it'll actually become standard.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope there's a snow map. I love snow.
2: Oh,
0: dude. I hope so, too. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. They're in I Europe. Hope.
1: I, I really hope so. I, I, I love that because it. I saw that though. I saw a map go from like foggy to rainy, and I was and mm-hmm. it got like progressively darker. I was thinking, this is such a little thing. This is so cool. Yeah, I love the contrast they kind of use because it, it seemed like a darker looking game in a sense. There it was it, not like Definitely. lacking color. There was a lot of color, but it was just there was something about it. It was an interesting visual the style. The grittiness. Yeah, it. yeah, and it
0: was, the the weapon models were just oh, out of this world. Yeah. Yeah, they're incredible.
1: It's it's gonna be a, a big game. I'm
2: Once really... again, just a very busy fall lineup. I was about to
1: say, wait, doesn't that come out this year too? Yeah, <laughs> it <does. laughs>
0: yeah, it does. Fuck, Fuck. I, think, I think it's October.
2: That's gonna take over like the place is that October of as well? Yeah, a multiplayer yeah, yeah. game. <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: look it up. I'll look it up. Shit, dude. That's going
2: to take the place of Overwatch just as my go to multiplayer game. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. October 21st. Oh, Oh, the week before Skyrim Special Edition. Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. And it's two days before Civ 6, which I also wanted to
2: play. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, no. That's bad. I want to get that and just maybe like stream with people and just have like. Everyone I'm playing with is streaming on their own. Dude, it, like, looks, that'd be fun. it
1: looks so good. I liked Civ v a lot. I only I have like just, 25 yeah. hours in Civ Five, which really isn't a lot. Because that's really just one playthrough, essentially. Yeah. But I loved what I played of it. But uh, I, I, it was during a, a Steam sale. It was during a Steam sale. That's that, a yeah, good.
2: that's when I got it too. But a couple of years ago, like once a week, I would just sit down with a ton of friends on Skype and we would just play like for hours at a time. And it was just kind of like a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's the best yeah, experience. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to getting... Back to that when Civ Six comes out, hopefully. Yeah, me
0: too. I've got like two fifty hours in in Civ Five, wow. but I'm still terrible. Oh no, it's, I, it's I'm like, terrible. I have like a yeah. hundred hours, but I'm shit at it, and I know it. It's it's one of those games. Yeah. I think I think people say like you need however many hours in League to like not be a detriment to your team. It's the same <laughs> thing with with Civ. Like you need so much experience.
1: Yeah, I, I don't play online Civ. I just I do offline play because I, I I like doing that personally. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the way you can get multiple victories and stuff, and I, I just liked I don't know if it was the same they they called it Civ Six E three demo. I mean, was it was the one, Jackson, you said you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it um... was narrated by Sean Bean, <laughs> yes. Yep. right? Yes, that's Stark. All right. Yeah, so yeah, we saw we saw the same demo. Yeah, that was yeah. that was awesome. I really it liked was that. awesome. I, I uh I liked that some people were saying that the new graphic style they chose is kinda
0: it's a mobile game.
2: It yeah, that's what it,
1: that's what it was. <laughs>
0: okay,
2: yeah.
1: And I was just like, I really like it because when you zoomed in, you could see little details like as they form the structures and stuff. You could actually see yeah. that happening and and people moving around. It just, I like it a lot.
2: I, I actually like the art style. I know not everyone's gonna like it, but it's I it's think different it's, for Civilization, and I think it's gonna work.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think it's gonna be a little slightly controversial for long term fans, kind of like how Fallout was for Fallout Four it was a little. Kind of describe it as like a painty look. That's what I <laughs> think of it. It looks like someone like watercolored it a little bit. <laughs> Fallout
2: Four reminds me a lot of sort of the cinematics you see for like Fallout One or Two.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what you're it actually, reminded me of a lot. Yeah, you're actually kind of yeah you're, you're on the ball with that, that. I think about it because Fallout Three and New Vegas had their own choppy look to it, and and Four looked a little cleaned up, but almost like a, a painting. It reminded me in of a it. very
2: stylized sort of way. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. It was weird, but. Yeah, I like I liked what I saw in Civ 6. I'm kind of going through my head now like I'm walking through a show before. Went to Microsoft's booth. That's what I did. I played Sea of Thieves. I didn't talk about that on my channel. Um, I like that game a lot, but they need to add stuff to do. You, you kind of
0: run out of stuff to do. Because
1: it was fun being on a ship with all your friends and and sailing around and getting into a fight with someone else and screaming on the mic. It was, Don't get me wrong. <laughs> fun-ass game. But when I think pirates and co-op, they, they said it's not going to be an MMO, by the way, because I know a lot of people assumed the way it played that it was going to be like that. But when yeah. I think pirates and co-op, like I think that I'm going to destroy this person's ship, raid it, steal all their loot and stuff, and I, I really kind of want that full pirate experience. And it's by it's by rare, yeah. So I think that it's a perfect fit, and they they have the, the ship and the combat and the the way you do teamwork and stuff down perfectly. It's going to be a great game in that way. It just needs to add some additional mechanics and exploration, and it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, they need stuff underwater. I think they said they're going to add it.
1: Oh, really? Okay. I okay. didn't know about that. I didn't even think about that. But Well,
0: the reason I say that is because they showed off the trailer, and then they said something along the lines of, what you saw in this trailer is our creative like direction. We want you to be able to do these kinds of things. And so there were, like, mermaids and stuff and treasure okay. and stuff like that. Uh, I missed that. I, I tried to on the last day. We had, like, two and a half hours left, and we got to the end of the line, and there was a lady there saying, this uh-uh. is the last person. <laughs> yeah. So we were <laughs> one guy off of, of oh, playing Oh. Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. that's tough. I wanted uh, to play it. So, I saw oh, Mankind Divided. I saw that at the end. That line was, was cut off at the end as well. and oh, okay. um. Connor played for, like, a solid 30 minutes. It was <laughs> such yeah. a long demo. Like, he still kept going. He just intentionally died because we had to go. And he was like, yeah. right, fuck this. But it was <laughs> such a long demo. It looks it looks good, but one issue I have with Deus Ex is that it has this thing where when you're, like, in cover and you go to stealth take someone down next to you, it, like, fades to black, does the animation and stuff, and then fades back into the game. Oh, play. yeah. I can't Ugh. stand that i can't and i'm surprised that they. there's no excuse
2: kept... for that anymore
1: yeah it's like why are you fading in animations just neck chop he's done like that's all yeah. i need you know i've seen worse and yeah. and they they go for this whole stylized presentation but the game looks great uh choice wise when it comes to gameplay it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very good but i've never been a, a deus ex fan personally but i i like what i saw um what else what else Dead Rising final fantasy IV?
2: 15 looked really good because you mentioned Ooh. final fantasy oh, yeah. before oh yes mm-hmm. like graphically i was blown away cuz i figured i don't know why but i always figured that like 13 was going to be like the pinnacle of how it was going to look oh, but thank 15 God, no. looks <clears throat> unreal oh. and i love it and i might even get it cuz i already oh. bought the most expensive
1: edition of that game. <laughs> because i'm not like i'm making it sound like i am but i'm not like a diehard final fantasy fan like i play very specific (laughs) ones um especially ones that have been modernized like i played seven i I think a lot of people played seven uh i played 10 originally on the ps2 and i played again when it got remastered i'm playing type zero now i played crisis core like see what i'm saying like i played a pop Mm -hmm. the popular ones i'm gonna play 12 when it gets remastered next year yeah um I plan on playing 8, but a follower on Twitter spoiled that for me. Oh. Uh. I plan on playing 3, but then I was watching a YouTube video talking about which Final Fantasy games they should play, and the guy spoiled 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I was like, thanks. Jeez. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey,
2: well, that's that.
1: Yeah, so for me, I've just been kind of playing final fantasy games that appeal to me at the moment so right now that's why i've been playing type zero hd because it's more of an action focused title and it's a lot of fun and i think it's a good preparation for final fantasy 15 because that's kind of what the game's going to be like in the terms of combat that in a mix of kingdom hearts but i'm so excited for final fantasy 15 i don't care what games come out near there because i think that comes out september 30th i don't care what's near there it's it's getting pushed back because i'm playing final fantasy 15 that game looks insane. They said it's got hundreds of hours of gameplay, and it looks so good, man. Oh, from, like, how big the world is and all, like, the you could transform your, your uh, car into a ship and fly, <laughs> and it's going to be so cool. It's going to be such a good game. I just hope the story's good. I'm a little nervous about that. <laughs> yeah. Because the English voice acting will probably suck. Yeah. <laughs> Because it is a Square Final does. Fantasy English game. So that'll be great. Um, but yeah, I remember they had a demo when I was actually... It's funny because I, I just mentioned Deus Ex. It was when Connor was playing Deus Ex, I got a little bored watching it. So I turned around I saw this big screen playing final, like a Final Fantasy fifteen demo. I was like, yes, all right, I can get into this. <laughs> so, yeah, so I watched that for a little bit. Uh, what else was there? I was going to say Dead Rising 4. That was probably the so- worst game I saw.
2: That's a remake of 1, though, right?
1: I don't know what it is.
2: Because someone told me that it's a a remake of 1, but it's still called 4, so I was very confused by that.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is, because the protagonist from 1 is back. Is that Frank guy? He's back. And, and Okay. I don't get that, because they did Frank, then they did some dude who was like a stunt driver in 2, and then they did, I forgot what his name was in 3, but he was really just not interesting at all, and now they're <laughs> back with Frank in 4. And it looks like it's gonna be fun, but it's like standard Dead Rising. The only issue I had is when I played it on Xbox One, the frames kept dropping. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, yeah, not that. a good sign. And I know it's six months out, so they do have chances to iron it out, and it will probably be more stable at launch. But still,
2: no, that would have me concerned too. It has more. Like, um... It has
1: more moving parts than three, and three had frame rate issues. Like this one has more zombies. It looks like it has like when you when you're in a certain mech suit and you punch a car, the car moves and flies. So. Uh, there's a lot more going on in this game where I feel like they're just gonna. It's gonna be a, a technical disaster.
0: At this Isn't rate. it uh, Christmas themed? Isn't that the thing? I like that too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I picked up like a, a crossbow that had candy canes on it. It was like a rapid fire. <laughs> I was like, all right, I can get behind this. This is fucking sick.
0: All right, guys, I'm gonna have to dip out. Um, oh yeah, you oh, got but it. I want right. to thank you for uh, <laughs> for having me on again, and of course. also uh really happy to meet you guys at e3 oh, yeah that was awesome That was great man um but anyways thanks for having me on all right cool no problem dude. talk to you guys later all, all right. right thanks for joining us
2: yeah yeah mostly maddie because i'm the guest too <laughs> <laughs> all right peace out peace out see you
1: i forgot to mention that to you george i was like i should have told him that jackson was gonna leave in the middle <laughs> he of this he, i was like D- does maddie know yeah no he, he told me he had to make dinner i think he said so i was like all right no problem i said i just we need more than just you and I, I think, to carry sure. on the podcast. Um, but I think was that like the extent of everything we saw at E three for the most part. I feel like, oh boy, I gotta, I gotta edit, oh. edit this mid podcast because Jackson oh. left. So now we got in a large George right now. This is oh this is breaking, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, I got this. You pushed, <laughs> you pushed me out of the way too. This is great. This is good stuff. Um, hold
2: on now. Uh, now you can just you can keep talking. Uh, I feel like. A lot of it was just kind of walking around and hanging out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed E3. It was very different from PAX because we both went to PAX East this year. Yes. And I was worried the first day of E3 that E3 was going to ruin PAX for me just because it was more so about games than PAX was. But then I realized that I like both conventions for different reasons. I like PAX because it's more of a social as- aspect. You get to like yeah. talk to more indie devs, I feel. People are a little more relaxed but then e3 is way more business-minded and everyone there like even youtubers and streamers oh, is not there to hang out at all with the except like our group
1: a competition there everyone
2: there tell you what. they do not want you to look at them they do not want you to talk to them they will murder you yep if you ask what's going on yeah ladies and gentlemen
1: i got i got kicked in a curb during like ubisoft's co- uh, press conference so bad uh it was it was actually pretty shitty because I, I went there to – I'm trying to, like, talk and set this
2: up at the same time right now. <laughs> no, I know what you I, mean. I think I got it. That'll be me sometimes on streams when I realize that something's not working, right? I I'm got, like, uh, I, got I have, have to try and stream, but I'm still trying to fix everything. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I got it. There we go. Okay, we're 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 all set up now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, well, what the fuck was I even talking about? Oh, my God.
2: We were uh, talking about what else did we see at E3. Yeah,
1: I think that was really it, though, but yeah. – yeah, I was kind of worried it was going to ruin packs for me. But yeah, they're they're two totally different beasts. Oh, I was talking about my uh, the press conference thing. Because we, we get into the press conference and we walk up the flight of stairs and these guys who represent Ubisoft are, are getting us our seats. And he's like, uh, oh, hold on. We don't have seats up here. Come with me. And I'm thinking he's going to bring us down to a lower level and actually essentially get us better seats. And I'm thinking like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like no seats up here. Good shit. And he puts us in an overflow room that's playing the Ubisoft conference on the projector. So I went to the Orpheum Theater essentially to sit in a plastic chair and watch it on a projector (laughs) yeah i was so tight not in an i remember hearing about
2: that my first night with you guys all like jeez
1: yeah i was just like dude that's that's ass like that's so bad because i i was so excited like the the kid in me was like i'm finally gonna be that guy in the crowd like yeah i'm watching this conference and i had to sit in a projector room in the theater like i was thinking to myself i could have just laid in my hotel room but whatever
2: pretty much you could have watched it on you know your computer or anything just watching the live stream you're like all right this is the exact same experience that i got that's yeah and i wasn't trying except you like, would have been more comfortable
1: yeah i wasn't trying to sound like a dick on twitter but i was like this is exactly what it is like i could have sat in my room and did this because we were we were supposed to meet up with noah earlier and i was like no we got to go to this conference and he's like all right no problem and, and we, we yeah. could have just met up with him a bunch a way earlier if that was going to be the case uh but it was still still a good conference i still enjoyed it. it was just <laughs> that i was sitting in
2: a room hearing all the
1: Cheers of happiness happened next to me. I was like,
2: <laughs> I could be one of them. And then your room is just like, everyone's just kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. It,
1: actually, everyone in that room was really pissed off. I mean, I can imagine so, yeah. Like, I, I wasn't expressing it, but there were some people that were sitting there getting really vocal about it. And I was like, oh, boy, this is this might get ugly. Yeah. Like, some people were cursing out the, the staff and, and getting really, really vulgar about it. I was like, okay, like, it's guys, relax. We're all here for the same thing. We're just in a different room. But, yeah. I wish I got into the conference itself.
2: Definitely. I didn't get to go to any conferences because like my whole PAX, not PAX, my whole E3 experience was kind of last minute. Yeah. So hopefully next year, like I'll have that planned out a bit more. So we'll see, So hopefully I can get to go to some of them. Cause I just didn't know yeah, any of that, that really. That. that was all just so new to me having come just from going to like PAX essentially. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of the conferences was just kind of foreign to me and all of, threw is kind of brand new. The fact that there were two halls, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that was so weird. I didn't see the hall with (laughs) Xbox and PlayStation until the second day. So when I was talking to you the first day and you were talking about the Xbox and PlayStation boots, I was like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, <laughs> but I just didn't ask. I was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. I got two more days. Yeah, dude, I I, I
1: remember that was that was mind blowing when I saw that. I was like, okay, we, we we you know this is this is big. This is E3 man, and
2: they're like, there's a whole other building. We walk in, and I'm like, this is a whole other E3 experience in here. This Pretty is- much, it's crazy. And I didn't real. I mean, I always heard that it was a huge convention center, but. That was massive. Oh yeah, that was ridiculous. Lots
1: of walking and put PAX to shame in that way. I thought I thought my feet were tired after PAX. <laughs> after E three, I yeah. was like, that was PAX was a cakewalk, dude. Yeah, yeah. But E three is definitely a, a lot different um, in terms of of competition. You can actually like see it on people's faces. Like they will try to cut you in line and stuff. And yeah, and they will they will beat you to a, a, a like on, once ten a.m. hits, you gotta like rush to get interviews and stuff which I yeah. learned as well. As for the press conferences, I was thinking it was going to be like packs where the developers would reach out more to you. but And and they did for E3. But That's
2: the thing. The only people who reached out to me for E3 were, I mean, once again, because I didn't have a media pass, I was just a regular attendee, which I don't even know what that means at yeah, E3 because I thought it was all media anyway. So that yeah. whole thing confuses me. But the only people who reached out to me were people... Who were at PAX, so I was already on their like media list to begin with. Yeah. Which makes sense and it was cool because that did give me some opportunities to meet with games and such, but I would have loved, you know, a chance to go to Ubisoft or, you'll uh, have, or others. If
1: you're there early, you'll have more because they start planning, I think, early. I don't yeah. know how the the press conferencing works, because I thought that was invite only because Ubisoft Reach, they're good with like reaching out, so they'll reach out. They'll be like, Hey, Matt, you want to come to the press conference? Okay, here's your e-ticket. You know, they, they set you up, it's not like you reach out. Like with Bethesda, yeah. I reached out and said, If you guys are doing anything, let, you know, let me know. And they said, We're open to the public, so it's it's nothing like setting okay. up interviews and appointments. Um, but like Microsoft, you have to, I had to reach out in advance. Warner Brothers reached out to me. Um, but it, it, it's yeah, I don't know, it, it, it's strange because you have to reach out, but you don't want to be a pest yeah so you know of course for me my my biggest my biggest trouble is getting in contact with sony man i can't do it i try so hard because i know everyone cares about sony i'm like all right i'll get some playstation coverage on my channel talk about their exclusives get some type of demo coverage and i can never get into contact with them i don't know how yeah. i don't know how people do it
2: going back to sony the thing that interests me because we you know they announced initially the vr stuff a little while back and then when the vibe was announced and everything I was curious to see what direction their VR would take. So I'm curious to see kind of what market share the PlayStation VR is going to take up compared to, say, the Vive or the Rift because of the fact that now we're going to have the Xbox Scorpio as well. So it's kind of this – it's going to be an interesting – I would say console war, but not really console war so much as VR war.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's going to be I'm just –
2: I'm curious to see what market share that will take up because it runs off the regular – ps4 right you don't have to buy a special ps4 you have
1: to buy the the ps camera and the move
2: yeah so but it's other essentially than but you don't need to buy price. a new console for it like you would the scorpio so that's oh, why no, no it's curious to see like what vr is going to mean on consoles xbox versus ps4 and i'm curious to see like just the numbers essentially
1: i wonder if, if i know this sounds crazy because they've kind of Popularize, popularize the the motion control but i wonder if like nintendo's gonna do anything with the nx
2: yeah no as, it's it's possible i'm i'm wondering
1: yeah because i don't
2: vr f- is definitely the big thing right now but everyone's still trying to figure it out
1: yeah i don't know shit about it to tell you. <laughs> I no
2: i don't all i know is that if you want to run it well you need a really good computer yeah and i need to upgrade mine if i want to do it at all but then i have to upgrade my computer to buy an 800 hundred dollar headset so
1: yeah and like and when i heard like osculus rift is already out now i'm like what it is and then i was like yeah i already bought my Vive, and i'm thinking what the fuck al like wh- how why how these are available now i'm so confused like they don't to be yeah. pushing the news like for example an xbox or a playstation or a pc yeah one. so it's it's so confusing to me there's just so much going on it's hard to keep up with but yeah for me i think the most appealing vr right now is probably psvr personally personally mm-hmm because I I really liked Arkham VR, and I think... It seems
2: really versatile from what I've seen.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where we're going to see a lot of the VR titles, because I think a lot of people are going to buy PSVR because I think it's, you know, the familiarity of the PlayStation brand. I think some people are hesitant with Oculus or or the HTC Vive. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though they're fantastic, it's because people just associate gaming with certain companies. You think of a, a Microsoft, a Sony, a Nintendo, you know, a Steam. You think of those types of stuff. So I think that's one thing is the familiarity. And I also think exclusivity is going to be special for VR because I think that's going to intrigue people to buy a VR. Is that exclusive? You can only get this experience here. Where, for example, yeah. a, a Fallout 4 on the Vive, that's just enhancing a current experience where I think a PSVR might succeed more because it's going to have that exclusive type of tie-in for it. Mm-hmm. So it's time will tell, but it definitely is going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out.
2: It, it's going to be interesting for sure, and I'm, I feel like this is the start of VR, and then a year from now, it's going to be a completely different animal, so I'm yeah. curious to see what VR is like next year at E3.
1: It's going to really develop. I don't know into what, though. That's kind of the scary part. You don't know, if you don't gonna know what be. the end
2: goal is going to be yeah, at all. You don't
1: know if it's going to be all of a sudden next year. It's going to be commonplace for all of us to be not. You know, commonplace is this. Like, I have the big headphones on. Yeah. But, like, now maybe next year commonplace will be me to be sitting here with goggles in front of my eyes as well while I play games. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's 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 different. It's going to be really different. I, yeah. It's interesting, though. It's
2: It's cool to be living during these times, George. I'll tell you what. It's cool because we're seeing it. We're seeing the start of it. Yeah. Yeah. So by the time we're 50, it's going to be like
1: a whole different beast. <laughs> it'll
2: it'll be perfect then. We're going to be like, "Man, I remember the vibe. That thing was terrible." <laughs> Even though right now it seems like the best fucking thing ever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's 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 crazy to see this type of technology develop. Um, yeah. as for And it
2: seems to be really quick when you think about it because I remember, you know, when the Oculus Rift was originally announced, what was that? Like 4 years ago at Wasn't this that point?
1: Like a Kickstarter too or something like that as
2: well. Exactly. Yeah. But it's kind of weird to see that it's been 4 years of the rift in development, and then the five was announced last year, and now it's publicly available to be purchased. Yeah, it's just kind of funny, but I think you still have to buy Oculus developer kits. I don't think it's the final See, it's version still.
1: So weird. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. Me, yeah, I think it'll iron itself out. I think each uh, VR needs to tie to a system, in my opinion, for it to really set like a common place in in gaming. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Because Oculus and and 5, they're kind of like PC, right? So it's like you got competitors on those, but then you have the PSVR, then you're going to have Microsoft doing their own thing. It's like, which is better than the other? Is there any big difference? What's most price efficient? Especially when the Scorpio is apparently going to be like a PC when they start listening. Yeah, and that's
2: supposed to be, I think someone said maybe $800. I mean, there's no official price point yet, but. Yeah, Man,
1: people are going to be so mad. And I'm like, why are you surprised? Like, yeah, no. When they started There's... listing those specs, I'm thinking like, wow, that's going to be expensive.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Xbox one, it launched at what, $400, $500. So that's not that much of a stretch, I guess, when I you think, think about think the fact that they want to make it a 4k native. So yeah,
1: they want to make it 4k native and they, they what's interesting, though, is that they're making it so that it doesn't leave behind Xbox one games, which I, I appreciate. I think yeah, I'm I- glad that
2: it's not taking like the uh, the route of the fact that there's 10,000 different uh, DS's, oh, so then you yeah. never know which one you have to buy to well, you, buy what that, games. and because it
1: doesn't stagnate current development of games, where there were a lot of developers held off at the end of the PS3 Xbox 360 era, or or you tried to force something out at the end. Where now it's like, okay, we got the Scorpio coming, but that's gonna this is gonna play on any system, whether it's the Xbox One Slim or just the original one or the Scorpio. People are going to be able to play this on the Xbox One so they don't have to think, you know, oh, do we want to hold back or whatever. They know it's going to be playable regardless, which I think is very good because then they can focus on what they're doing now and have ideas naturally come about for the future instead of thinking, like, hold the horses, you know, let's 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 stop this now because we're going to lose money on this.
2: Yeah, odds are that they're going to develop everything on the dev kits for the original Xbox One and then they'll worry about, okay, now we can make sure that we can run it in 4K or whatever, or just working on all that. I don't think they're going to develop for the Xbox Scorpio and then scale it back. I think they're going to start on the 1 and then scale it up for the Scorpio.
1: Yeah, that sounds about it. Yeah. But what's interesting is I wonder if the 1 will hold back titles for the Scorpio. Will the Scorpio have exclusive titles? That is a very
2: good question, yeah. Yeah. That's... Because
1: if the Scorpio is this powerful, it's basically a PC. It's basically what it is. It's a good PC now. It's
2: essentially what... We thought Next Gen was going to be before Next Gen came out. Yeah, yeah. Man, that 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 shocked me,
1: that announcement, because I, I did not expect that. I know there was talks of a new system, but it just it didn't process to me because I'm thinking to myself that we, we just, a couple of years ago, got new systems. And I was so excited, and they didn't really, I guess, push gaming forward in the way that people thought they did. I mean, I don't think we'd see a game like The Witcher 3 on consoles. I don't think... Yeah, like I, I don't think that was going to be possible without the PS4, or the Xbox One. You know, there there are certain games that I think push this gen forward, but I think the future lies in the the Neo and the Scorpio, where it's like when, if they're on par with PCs, the sky's yeah. the limit. Uh, it's going to be fucking crazy. I can't wait. <laughs> it's really exciting to be a gamer, though. That's that's a cool part. It's a
2: very good time, and I don't know. I just remember, like when the 360 was still in its Prime I was thinking, this is the best games are going to be, this is the best games are ever going to look. yes, and yeah. now here we are, and like I said, the graphics for Final Fantasy Fifteen look absolutely unreal. it doesn't look like it's an actual game. it looks so like good. it is a tech demo for something that's going to come out ten years from now, but yeah,
1: especially when on Twitter you see those uh direct feed cuts that they are direct feed photos they call them that are yeah. straight from the game, and like what it, it's what it would look like if it were on the on the TV screen. They just look stunning. It looks so good. Yeah. There's got to be some shortcoming with that game, man. There's got to be because there's so much running for it right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, though. But, yeah, that's it's it's exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah. All right. I think we can just wrap this up now. Cause- All right. Talked about lots of E3 stuff. We hope you guys enjoyed. George, thank you again for hopping on such a last minute. Really I'm glad to be
2: here because I know that we wanted to do like an E3 wrap-up discussion.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and Lone's going to be so salty. I felt my phone go off. It felt like a Twitter notification. I bet it's him now. <laughs> uh, no, the time converter fucked up. It's 7 a.m. Oh, darn Lone fucked up. Yeah, he he fucked up the time conversion again. For those of you, you know, now we got to harass Loan. After
2: 60 weeks. How many? 64, you said? 64. You would think that he has that time conversion down. We got to
1: harass Loan real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I'm always up for this. Yeah, because um, if some of you guys who listen consistently remember, we had Emma, or Ability Drain, on one week, and we delayed her a week because Loan fucked up the time again by saying it was like so-and-so gmt or whatever and and then like the clocks rolled back or something and things just got really messed up and so uh loan botched a guest for us for a week and now here he is botching my life basically because <laughs> i had to scramble my day i was like hey guys you, you want to come on the podcast because like i really need help right now so ugh, funny <laughs> stuff loan loan you're full of mistakes bro but I think he'll be very happy when he sees the, the at lone overslept with the picture of a sleeping <laughs> kangaroo. It's, I'm looking forward weird. to it. Yeah, it's funny. I love it. But anyway, George, thank you so much. Jackson, you're here in spirit. Thank you for joining me, man. I really appreciate yeah. it. And uh, yeah, I'll just wrap this up now. I hope you guys enjoyed what's more. And
2: other than that, stay sexy, stay active. I love you all. Peace.